When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Live from New York, it's the show that is appreciating LeBron's commitment to playing as many games as he possibly can. It's first things first. Today, the Bills looking for a bounce back win, and I swear to goodness, Someone here is calling this a must-win, and it's not me. Meanwhile, <laughs> Professor Broussard is back with his report card this time. What grade does he give Wemby's debut? Oh, and finally, exciting. the cap is better. The bye week is oh, over. Oh. But is Joe Burrow on the most motivational segment in all of sports media, the Bud List? Oh, I'm excited for Alongside this. Nick Wright, I'm Kevin Wilds. Brew, we know the Bud List is usually made of three people. Anyone on the bubble of the Bud List, the fourth person that didn't you quite make it. You asked me the right question. Uh, yeah, there were several guys on the bubble. Seven. But there's a huge surprise. A huge surprise. It's true. The rare non-athlete on this week's Wow. Bubble. I know y'all, y'all have no idea. You, you're going to be shocked. I hope it's just someone on the Patriots. Matt <laughs> <laughs> Jones. Uh, we start with the status of Brock Purdy. He's in concussion protocol. Symptoms popped up after the Vikings game. was a Monday night game, but Shannon says there's a chance he could play when the 49ers host the Bengals. Here's Kyle Shannon. Started getting symptoms on the plane. Uh, so we found, found that out when I, we landed. We were all pretty asleep, but then he got all checked up today, and I was, or yesterday, and now he's in the protocol. Uh, does he have enough time to clear protocol in order to be available for the game on Sunday? Oh, yeah, he does have enough time. Just, just got to go through the process. Okay, so how do you think the 49ers will look without Brock? Mostly the same way they do look, they've looked with Brock, maybe with one additional mistake. And let me, before I give the full answer, which is important, of course it's important, Mm -hmm. I want to say something real quick. Now that we know he was concussed and that that happened before he threw those two picks, you know, I've been very consistent with what I thought of Brock Purdy before and after that game, but I will give him a slight benefit of the doubt given the fact that. Some of the worst plays we've seen him make came after he took that brutal shot to the head that I, I don't know if any of us noticed in real time. Mm-hmm. And it didn't seem like, I mean, he gave when the you press, look at it. When you look at it now, it's obvious. It. Right, right, but like right. in, in the flow of the game, I didn't notice it. So I do want to say that uh, j- just to be fair to him. But listen, I think that Christian McCaffrey will be awesome. Yeah. I think the Niners defense will bounce back after one of the Worst performances I've seen this Niners defense have in quite some time. I know the Vikings only put up 22 points, but they moved up and down the field the whole way. And I think Sam Darnold will look better than he's looked in any other setting in his NFL career because that is what happens to mediocre or, in Darnold's case, bad quarterbacks when they go in the Shanahan offense. And so I think the Niners, there is a reason that they went from five-point favorites to three-and-a-half-point favorites. Because, yes, Purdy is supposed to be better than a guy who has been one of the worst quarterbacks in football for five years, but not that much. And so I think the Niners are going to be fine. I think that they, the offense will look shockingly similar to how it has looked the last few weeks with the addition of probably one there's Sam Darnold throw that Purdy has not been making over the first six weeks of the year. Well, I'm stunned. Why? I thought Nick was – Nick, that was good. What that do you mean? That was nice. How, it's Nick honest. usually comes out, he's malicious. Yeah. He's looking for every little thing. He has his skewed graphics to yeah. show. I, I really no. thought you were going to kill Brock Purdy. No, what? And you no, – I had all hurt. this written out that in the interest of fairness, uh-huh. we have to admit the Brock Purdy we saw go from 19 for 24 to 2 of 6 
was concussed. The well, Brock yeah. Purdy we saw throw those two interceptions in the last five and a half minutes was concussed. Yeah. So I give Nick credit for bringing I'm always – listen, I might not be the mayor I, of fans, but I'm always – I'm not real your talk. deputy of anything, but I am honest. I did not fair. think that was coming. Yeah. I give, and I'm going to give a little perspective to the audience. Yeah. Remember Tua last year when he got concussed against the Packers – he threw three interceptions when we didn't for the know first it time. Right, we after. didn't know. So he played the game, and he had three interceptions for the first time in the season. Yep. And then later on, you find out he's concussed. So obviously, being concussed yeah. can affect your performance. So, yeah, let's see. You know, you got to give Brock Purdy a little bit of grace sure. for that performance last week. I, look, Nick's right. I mean, they still should look good. They should be incredibly motivated coming off two losses. They're mm-hmm. at home. They got a good team that they know is hungry to win a game. And you still got Kyle Shanahan calling the plays. Debo won't be back, but Trent Williams, I think you may have mentioned that, he should be back. Like, they should be able to roll, um, you know, even without Purdy. I don't say roll because I think they could lose this game. Sure, but yeah. they, the offense should right. be solid. I, 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 Nick hates when I do it. You can't just throw anybody in there. Well, Sam Darnold, ask Nick Mullins if you can okay. just throw anybody. Well, Nick Mullins didn't have these guys. Ask uh, uh, Brian Moore if you can just this, throw anybody bro, in there. Bro, the, this team, if Darnold, and that is, if we'll you get think to it, Mullins or Brian Hoyer I, could do the, something well, with Brian this Hoyer, team? no, no, no. Brian Hoyer, no, he hasn't. And won Hoyer's a game in eight actually years, a, better called, than Mullins. No, no, okay, that's fine. I don't want to talk about Brian Hoyer or Nick Mullins because I also don't want to talk about the 2019 San Francisco 49ers. Here is the the. I don't. I don't want to do that. Was there? Yeah, but they didn't have these guys, but. But here is what I also know that it doesn't matter whether it's Purdy or any of those guys or Garoppolo or Darnold. And this is, to me, one of the reasons I mentioned the should they consider trading for Cousins right now. It is one of the reasons I don't believe in the Niners as the Super Bowl juggernaut so many people prior to the last 10 days did. They are now 1-38 and under Kyle Shanahan. If they trail by five or more points in the fourth quarter, one and not well, trail by double digits. What? So they're zero and thirty-six if they trail by eight. But eight's like, well, then you need touchdown and two-point conversion. They're one and thirty-eight if at any point in the fourth quarter they're down by five. So what does that tell us? It tells us to me very clearly that Kyle Shanahan. And his offense, when it's working and things are rolling and the ball is going downhill and all of a sudden the defense in the fourth quarter has to worry about the run and the pass, all of it, they're a great team. But as soon as, and this isn't a pretty indictment, this is across his entire career, if they're in the fourth quarter, it's like, gosh darn it we got to make some plays. And the other team is probably expecting us to pass, not run. They're 1-38. They can't come back on teams. And that won't change this week. So I say that to say, if Cincinnati can get out to a lead, Hmm. they're going to win because the Niners don't come back on teams late. They haven't for six years since Kyle's been Well, Shanahan's also, I mean, he has shown some fourth quarter issues in his career. I mean, the Super Bowl in Atlanta when he was just the The offensive coordinator coordinator and they were up again on the Patriots and they yeah. come back in that. And then against the Chiefs when they're up 10 yeah. with but eight minutes a separate thing. And so yeah. my point is Shanahan should not, as great as he is offensively in an offensive mind, he shouldn't always get a pass for some of these late game losses or miscues that I think they, sure. they have, his teams have. All right. If Brock can't go, Sam Darnold will get the call. This will be Darnold's first game as a starter. He did see the field during the Cowboys blowout. Here's Kyle on his confidence in Darnold. I have as much confidence as Sam as I could have with someone that I haven't gotten into a real NFL game with. Uh, he was great in the offseason. He's been great here in these seven weeks um, so far, and um, he's always ready to go. He's great in the meetings and stuff. He doesn't get many reps, as no backups do, but uh, he does it well in the scout team. He's always good in the meetings, and you know we got mainly walkthrough today, so Brock's allowed to do some of the walkthrough. Uh, we got a couple of periods that aren't, so Sam will get those periods. Okay, yeah. he seems confident enough. Uh, what would a 49ers win say about Brock? <coughs> well, listen, the, this is not hyperbole say. Since he's come into the league amongst quarterbacks who've been given the opportunity to start, Sam Darnold's been the worst quarterback in the NFL. He's and we can show you the numbers. He's, he's last or second to last in everything. So that is not a small sample. 
That is, he is the worst rating, the worst ratio, the worst completion percentage, and the second worst yards per game in yards per pass. And so, it just brew, just like I was to you, much to your chagrin, I think, and certainly to your surprise, I was, I was fair <laughs> on the front end. You must be fair in this regard, which is how we are seeing Jimmy Garoppolo look right now in Las Vegas is a data point. If Sam Darnold, who's been bad forever, well, come. What, what do you mean? He was good the, with he was good with Carolina. Why didn't they? He, he was on. four and two. Why didn't they bring he him back? He took Baker why didn't Mayfield they, hold on, hold on, McCaffrey helps. Hold on. When he had McCaffrey, he was cooking. He's three and zero. His completion percentage is sixty eight. Okay, okay. He's and even hold, hold on. A game. Wait a second, guys. Guys, I'm that's not gonna, fact. I, those are facts. Hold on. I, I, is Sam Darnold good? Did Sam Darnold at was he a free agent? Sam Darnold was Wait. the third pick in the draft. Well, oh he was my, a see, four, so you guys are you and I going back to high no. school? He was a four star high school recruit, and then he got, and then he has six years. Of being the worst quarterback in they said the league. Be like Steve so, oh right. wait, hold right. that? No, but so this is this is what you guys are doing it preemptively. So you guys will meet my fairness with total nonsense because we, Sam Darnold was a free agent this offseason, and he went to a place where he was competing to be the backup. Yeah. Right. No one in the league would let him compete to be a starter. He had to go somewhere where he'd be competing to be the backup. If he's excellent. If he if he looks well, going to dethrone the guy no, who is undefeated. No, 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 no. My no, my point is if he was a legitimate like NFL starting caliber player, he wouldn't have chosen to go to a place he had no chance of starting. Yeah, he, did that. he chose to go to a place Nobody was that he, starting. Exa- okay, agreed. No Nobody one was going to start, start Jacoby Brissett that, either, that, but he's decent. Okay. You can put him in tonight, and I bet, or you know, the next game. Okay, so all right. Well. well, then you know what? Maybe we've maybe the Brock Purdy argument's been foolish all along. If your argument this whole time has just been he's just like Darnold or Jacoby Brissett, then we agree. Then look, there's nothing to. The, the, there's the, no problem. Look, look, what a win without Brock Purdy with Sam Darnold will say nothing okay. about Brock Purdy. Really? Did did it say something about Dak? When Cooper Rush uh, goes yes, four and one, it really? Did. People, you yeah, did, 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 did no one yes. in their right yeah. mind? Did, were you? I'm sorry. No. I don't want to be cruel, but no one was thinking. Save Kevin Wilds, maybe I don't remember properly. Were you? But no one was saying bench Dak. No. Because Cooper I, Rush went no, four and one. You were the one you talking were, about it. No, I wasn't. Okay, bitch, right. that. No, no, no. D- never mind. I, don't, okay, I was never not, saying that. Okay, that's fine. But go ahead. But I'm, go I'm, ahead. I'm just saying, like, it doesn't – because you win with a backup doesn't okay. mean that the starter is not good. Uh, the, the Jets have gone three and three. The Jets have beaten Buffalo and Philadelphia oh. with Zach Wilson. Does that mean they didn't need okay, Aaron so, Rodgers? So question. That, does that mean Hold something on. about him? Like, so, I, it doesn't – it won't so wait, mean a really? thing. You well, still have a great receiving core, even mm. without Debo. And uh, by the way, go by the this. way – Brock Purdy was 3-0 and without Debo playing last year. Okay? okay, so it's not like he's always had all of his pieces, sure. okay? You still got Christian McCaffrey. And, and to Wilder's point, Darnold was 4-2 and last year on a bad okay. Carolina team doesn't ha- that doesn't have nearly the weapons that this team has okay, in San Francisco or the play caller. So if he comes to San Francisco and wins a game, we're supposed to be shocked and say, oh, my gosh, Brock Purdy wait, was no good? Wait, wait a second. Guys. Guys, we ha- I, I don't. I, sometimes I don't know what's happening. You you have I agree. for five years, Brew. For for or I shouldn't say for five years. For two years, used as an argument for Jimmy Garoppolo, how poorly the Niners looked when he wasn't when there. When they were one and ten, and then exactly five, exactly five wins, right. right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So isn't the counterfactual to that? That the the what would work against your argument would be if they looked awesome without it's him. one game correct no I it's one it. game it's tonight a, it or would this be week. a data point and if the Niners come out and C Mac on Sunday is terrible and the Niners offense can't function it is a data point in Brock Purdy's favor is it not. I mean, is I it, guess so. But, it, I, but then he well, let me let me give you a real data point, Nick. Yeah. Let, let's see this graphic. Yeah. The me, offense since Brock Purdy's been the starting quarterback for the San Francisco yes. 49ers, I think we're going to see this graphic. Mm-hmm. They have been the highest scoring offense in the league. Yes. Higher than Tua, who's got weapons yes. galore and a nice play caller. Higher than Dak, 
higher than Josh Allen, Hurts, yeah. and our boy Patrick Mahomes. That's a data right. point so we'll because guess what they were averaging before Purdy became the starter? 24 points a game. Yeah. Middling. Yeah. Middling. And he took him to the top. That, or you could say That's McCaffrey a data did. point. Or, right, correct. No, I'm not which saying McCaffrey did because McCaffrey was there for two games. In Carolina, they weren't the, playing that no, great yes, with McCaffrey. Of, yes, agreed. But it would McCaffrey's say, averaged three yards a carry also, the last okay, three weeks. Let, you know I'm what? just saying it's, I hope it's all about why. Christian McCaffrey. I have a question. Yeah, go. What have you been joking about within the office about your fear? Coming up this, uh, well, on I a future day. Well, I have to take Monday off. What? And what if you worried about? If you guys about? do a monster number, it's a loss for me. It's 100%. a loss for you. Am and I what do we joke about tank? whenever no. one of us has to miss a show? What do we joke about? That the person who's missing is quietly rooting against the success of that day's show. Drew was rooting me. for us. I, I want you guys to Okay, that's Thank great. You. But whether <laughs> you being a team player or not is irrelevant to the point of, it is all kind of understood of like, well... If the show doesn't miss a beat when I'm not here, how important am I? It'd be a tough look. The look, same will, logic applies here. I'll say this for you, Nick, because you, 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 <laughs> you do bring up a lot that Brock Purdy is the weak link for San Francisco. Yes. Now, I'll admit, and I, I think most people would, he is not as good to this point as Nick Bosa is it what he does, yeah. as Debo and Christian McCaffrey sure. and Kittle and Fred Warner are what they do. Yes. Okay, but when you say weak link, it makes it like, eh, he's just not that good. I'll get he's not as good as those guys, but he's still a good player so at he what is he's the doing. weak link. No, it's not. No, that's the difference. Another, when you so say weak link, it just means all. he's not as good as as those all pro okay, players. That's, that's fine. Right. It's a super Has strong anybody said he's the all pro? But, no, but it was discussed that he was going to be the league MVP. Well, he he, he was the, okay. after, after week five. Okay. If just Darnold, like Tua. Just telling, if Darnold Tua, gets Tua's, in there and cooks, it's a bad look for the Brock Purdy truth. You said how you many all games know he, it. he averaged you all know a game, it. didn't he? We well, all yeah. agree that with Darnold's Christian not McCaffrey? good. Do, is Darnold good? Is he good? We'll the 49ers said he, he could be Steve Young. Okay. Yeah, I know. I mean, Kyle Shanahan, who you praise. Okay. In fact, that's one of the reasons you don't give Purdy credit because Kyle Shanahan's so okay. great. So he guys, said he's Steve you Young. Got these, this Would he say that? is so scared that Sam Darnold is going to cook. They are trying to preemptively be like, actually, guys, everything you think you know about Sam Darnold, that whole worst in everything category, not true. No, Sam Darnold's actually good. They say Steve Young. Okay. What do you want us to do? What was, okay. Kyle, what was Kyle Shanahan doing? You, you can't say, like Kyle Shanahan, do you put your reputation on the line by calling a scrub possibly Steve I, Young? Brew? I mean, he can go out there and say, hey, I think he, we think he's got a lot of talent. We watch him at USC. He could do something. You don't have to go to Steve Young. I don't think it's putting his reputation on the line. I don't think anyone's going to be like, ah, Kyle Shanahan Why can't be trusted it? because people talk up their players. Steve Young? That, be, they talk him up to be a Hall well, of Famer. Well, Brew, it was, the, just for the record, the reason he used Steve Young was because Steve Young yeah. was a guy who had been on a different team, came to the Niners, was backing someone Wait, up, and over. then took over. It wasn't okay. drawn totally out of thin air. It was because that he was trying to draw a comparison of a player from his organization. Okay. Who had if someone compared trajectory. Purdy to Tom Brady, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be all understanding. Because he's just talking it about happened. a low pick that nobody happened. thought would do That's anything. That's literally what happened. He got compared to Tom Brady. And, and, and you said it show. was ridiculous. And this, yes, and I said him comparing so, okay. that Sam Brown and Steve Young is he's ridiculous. He's good enough that the organization. Oh, my God. You know what I'm going to say, but it's true. No, Darnold it, went in there and was, and was competing for the backup job. Not only did he win the backup job, you're like, you know what? Yeah. You're a cowboy now. That's so, thanks for that. That's I know the we truth. gave up a that bunch is, of draft That's capital. the truth. But that, but again, I, you guys think I am tied to Trey Lance. I am not. But you guys cannot, out of one side of your mouth, be like, Kyle Shanahan believes in this quarterback. He must be right. And then also be like, Trey, Trey Lance stinks when Kyle Shanahan believed in Trey Lance. He believed in him before he had exactly. him as a player. Exactly. You and he, he called him. He got to know oh him God, better as a player. He called him Steve Young before he threw a pass for him. Could before he got to no Could no before he ex, before he got to throw one pass for him he called him Steve Young one guy's, and now you guys are tied one to guy's it. Steve Young one guy's now in the Cowboys okay. it's like a yeah. monster I mean you know Nick, that's a lot to admit we made a big mistake by giving up all those draft uh-huh. picks for Trey yeah. Lance and the trade and so the way to justify Darnold it is we're actually replacing him with Steve Young who we hope never has to play but okay we'll see. 
They we'll had see. to expect. Then there's the Bengals. Coming off a bye, Joe Burrow's calf getting healthier by the minute. Here's Burrow. I guess we'll find out, won't we? Um, we, we, we historically have been really good after the bye. I just think, you know, when it's time to your backs are against the wall and you got to come out fighting, that's when we're at our best. We'll, we'll find out if, if we're the same team this year. Okay, so here's Burrow after a bye week. The last two years, they always start slow and then turn it on. Brew, you were adamant. That Burrow should play and would get better and better, while Nick said he should put himself in a full body cast or one of those large inflatable you bubbles with me. that kids use at birthday parties <laughs> you, and smash into each other. I, I almost didn't say that because of the way you gave yeah. me those props. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's football, guys. Can we, can we okay, admit that's fine. that Answer you the play question. through pain? Answer the All right. question. It would, it would be Nick's worst nightmare <laughs> that the Bengals are back. I mean, seriously, hold on, Nick. Matchups, styles make fights. And you got to admit, they're three and one. Burroughs, three and one against the Chiefs. And what they do last year before, I mean, that controversial loss last year in the AFC title, they went into Arrowhead. They made themselves a sandwich. They They sat down on the couch. Took off their shoes, no. threw their feet up there yeah. with yeah, their socks stinking, and watched oh, okay. the game. Yeah. Watched the movie. Bro, how many times Arrowhead? has Joe Burrow won in Arrowhead? How many times? I don't know, but he's 3-1 and one against the Bengals. He's won, uh, against the Chiefs. He's, he's, the Chiefs, he's won sorry. one time it's pretty good. in Arrowhead. It's once. It's more than most. More than right? times but it is, but it is not enough for me to say he uh, he's 1-1 one one against Patrick Mahomes at Arrowhead. 500. And he's 3-1 so, against the Yes, of course. Chiefs. Yeah, and I, the idea that the, bang, the Bengals are not the Chiefs' biggest concern. Your Ravens are actually the Chiefs' huh? biggest concern. I, listen, <laughs> a win here would mean they're alive. <laughs> Nothing more. Because if they lose, they're done. They're done. Done? Show yeah. the schedule and then Those see if you agree tough. with me. There's no doubt. The I toughest schedule done, by I, winning I percentage done. left in the NFL. It's tough. Eight of their final 11 are against teams with a winning record. The three teams that have a losing record have all been frisky. Houston, Indy, and what's the one? Oh, Minnesota. You're Minnesota Vikings They won't have team. a losing record by then. You can't be like, well, let's just be alive at the end of the year in week 18 because they can't seemingly beat the Browns under any circumstances. They got and what I really want to know is what I'm curious this week is, is Joe Burrow actually back? Because Joe Burrow played well in one game. He didn't play well in that Seattle game. And right now this season, he is averaging the fewest yards per <clears> attempt <throat> of any player with 200-plus passes since Jimmy Clausen in 2010. So, like, Jimmy, yeah, it's the fewest yards per attempt of anyone with at least 210 passes in 13 years, 5.3. And, his, you know, the year they went to the Super Bowl, he was 8, 8.0 down to 5.3. So I want to see if Joe Burrow's actually back, but I think the Bengals have dug themselves too big of a hole to be a true contender. But if they lose, I think they're done. Who do you have in this game quickly, bro? I'm still mulling it over. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. I might go with the Bengals. Okay. Bucks at Bills. Must win? Someone says yes. Next on FS1 and the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Uh, turning our attention to the Bucks and Bills. Bills looking to bounce back after being burned by the human phoenix that is Mac Jones <laughs> and the resurgent Patriots. Bills still favored by almost 10 points, even though they haven't put together a complete game since their win against the Dolphins. And... Making matters worse, Dawson Knox out and headed to IR for wrist surgery. Here's the Bills this season. First four games, hey, they look great. Getting 35 points, some big plays, running the ball fine. Josh Allen looks great. Last three, not so much. Everything down. So, when this was brought up in the meeting, my jaw dropped. (laughs) Because I was going to ask, like, who you got? You know, what do the Bills need a bounce back game? Uh And, Nick, you said something. That blew my mind. Go ahead. It's a must win. Come on. It's a must win. <laughs> so here's the thing, America. I didn't like Kevin Wilde's fraudulent must win mm-hmm. segment where it'd be like, an undefeated team is it must win. Like, no. Yeah. I like actual, real meat and potatoes must win. And what you disagreed with me vehemently on this a month ago, but I think maybe you've come around a bit which is right after the Cowboys as a huge favorite lost to the Cardinals, and then they were a huge favorite facing the Patriots. I said, if you're a true Super Bowl contender, you cannot lose back 
back-to-back games right. as a massive favorite. And the Cowboys, for wherever they are, they put it on the Patriots. Oh, big time. The Bills, I'm not saying their season's over as far as they can't find a way into the playoffs. I'm not saying that. But if you are considering the Bills what they consider themselves, Mm -hmm. which is a front-line Super Bowl contender, you cannot play a a month of bad football, which this would be, from the jet lag game, as Brew calls it, to escaping (laughs) against the Giants, to losing to the Patriots, to losing a short week home game against the Tampa Bay Bucks as a near 10-point favorite, and you certainly can't lose back-to-back games as more than a touchdown favorite and then be like, but don't worry, we're going to make the first Super Bowl the team for the franchise in 30 years. So yeah, it's a must win. Okay, I I, I can't play along anymore. Must win? What? No, no. I, I feel like I'm in the twilight. Highlights on coach when we talk about must wins. All right, you described a very important game. No, that's what this is a very important game. This is you just said this is is not a must win. I'm gonna check me. Are they an S Bob team? team. Can they win the Super Bowl if they lose tonight's game? Sure. No, you guys are. Oh, you got it. Hold on. Here's the thing. I think coach might agree with me on this. Of course. One thing we have learned about Buffalo is you can't. Judge them. Obviously, they have to win enough to get into the playoffs, but you can't judge them on the regular season. Why not? Last year, start the year. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Six and one. Beat Kansas City. What'd they do? They went in the Arrowhead and did the whole thing. Ate sandwiches. Watched movies in your living room in Arrowhead. (laughs) Then they finish off seven and oh. Yeah. Looking good. So what happened? They get into the play. No, but my point is they were strong early. They were strong late. Which is what you want to be. You no, want to go into no, the no, playoffs. No, you want to be consistent. No, no yes. but hold on. If you go into the playoffs on a seven-game win streak, no, but they you were think dead you're rolling, that. and they looked horrible in the playoffs, yes. even in the game they won. So my point is, they could be mediocre in the regular season, win 11 games, get into the tournament, and then who knows? I, I, I wouldn't know, pick I them. I, know, I wouldn't I pick know. them. But don't you can't tell me if they lose this game. Yes, they aren't, I can. They aren't a dangerous playoff. They're, no. They're not going to be anybody's pick, or at least not on this show. That's the point. But, if they're not anybody's pick after they lost back-to-back. Our pick, they, because they're not our pick, you, they wouldn't be dangerous. No. They wouldn't. Bro, coach. I think, yeah, I think you're dropping knowledge as usual. Look. <laughs> there. Thank you, thank you, coach. Thank you, coach. And, and can I just awesome. say that Go. my family loves Kevin Wild segments this week. I'm thank out you. with my niece last night, a casual sports fan, an oh, emerging enough. first things first fan. And she says, stupid. you know what segment I really love? Must win. Oh. <laughs> like, I can't wait to tell Kevin. That wasn't even me. But this is true. This is not a must-win situation. This, this is this. We've we've got to see a a much better performance. They've only had ten points in the last three games. This has to be a low positive energy game, which it's gonna be because it's a <laughs> Thursday night game. There's not a lot of thinking and game planning. There is thinking, but there's not a ton of game planning that goes into this. So we should see a better a better version of Josh Allen going into this game. And what but if we don't? Well, if we don't, if we don't, then there's some there's, there's some, something really wrong. There's some problems that that they're gonna have to work out. But look. Every team goes through these right. ebbs and flows throughout the season where you have injuries, where you, where you play poorly. And then it's the teams that can figure out how to adjust to those problems. And if you get hot late, that's when you're most dangerous. Yeah. If you stumble during the middle, a lot of teams stumble right. during the middle. The Chiefs were 3-4 and the, four at one point. Remember that a few years the ago? The, the, well, on, the I'm Chiefs just saying maybe the playoffs the institutional the knowledge and the institutional memories of winning a championship. That is first of all. Second of all, well, the Bills the have idea, a banner. The, right. <laughs> the idea that we should be like, no, Nick, this is why it's not a must win. Because here's how the Bills have done it in years past. They've, they've spit the bit right. at the end of the year. Every year. Well, in the playoffs. You yes. Yeah, yeah. Which is all they care about. And this idea that they're – one of you the You know things, what's going to be a must win? That what? playoff game. That, that, thank you. That's that'll it, be that's a must, a must yes, win. I, I understand. That's what made See, you Wilds, so you frustrated you with Wilds. This is a, now you get it. That was a real, now you guys don't get it and he gets it. The, it's, it's not a, a very must, important you don't game. Get, you don't get a mathematically eliminated. As no. fresh as no, must we win. Know it's but not, that's what it is. We know no, they're not mathematically alive. The, here's Wild. Wilds made a really good point a month ago when it was a about month, no, only, no, 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 only no, a month no, ago no, one no, month ago you had one good point no, that's right, it. that is not what i was saying 
which was when we were talking about the team's records, like, ah, oh, this many 0-3 teams, you know, make the playoffs, whatever it is. And the point is, it's not so much about 0-3 being such a big hole. It's that if you lose your first three games of the year, you probably stink. Yeah, you're not good. And the point that I am trying to make is, if the Buffalo Bills, after three straight uninspiring games, two losses, and losing as a huge favor to a divisional rival who they have owned as of late, mm-hmm. if they can't then beat a mediocre Bucks team at home on a short week, they are not a contender. Yes. They're just not good enough. It's it. not that they're eliminated. It's well, that they are not, a typical 4 and But even team. at that's, this, if they exactly win, right. a lot of people don't have them on that That's fine, tier. but they're still alive for it. If they yeah, lose they, tonight, what's the difference between them and... And the Bucks, Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield. But that's, that's what he's saying. That everyone views the Bills as a great team that is underachieving. All he is saying is like, no, they, they are lose, what their record is. They lose, they're a team that loses to the Jets. They have, the they have one of the top quarterbacks in that's the league. It, but, but if they lose, that's all. Says that. If I they know lose, that's all. Everybody's that. got a great receiver but the Chiefs. So, like, if they and they have Kelsey. If they, if they lose, that's Kelsey's all they've got. Right. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. They no, got a great receiver. Their defense is hurt. Their coach, you think, is uninspiring. If they fall to four and four, they're just a four and four team. That's just that's the all they are. You're must, the no, you know what the facts is? Must win means if you lose, you're done. That's well, not what must. Win. <laughs> that is what <laughs> I must, told you. We literally, can't do what must win means. I told Wilds to move on. I told you we can't do the same. Not what it means. I told you. My gosh. Best turnover here. Junk up one first. Is the uh, Bucks? So watch out. He's going to throw one away. Low positive goes high positive. I don't even know what he's going for. <laughs> On the other side of the ball, uh, new new quarterback. Same story for the Bucks. A lot of passing, not a lot of rushing this year. They're averaging the fourth fewest yards on the ground. This is right in your wheelhouse, Coach. 78 yards a game. Last year, that famously boring team averaged 77 yards on the ground, lowest in the league. Here's Baker. Obviously, being able to run the ball efficiently definitely helps. Um, you know, we've we've talked about how we need to be better. We all know that, but it's just little things here and there. Like we had a we had a big run that was called back on a holding call. Um, some things that just, you know, we're we're kind of learning that we're not going to be a run first team, but we're still going to do it when we need to. Okay, Brew. Here's the question: Is Baker being positioned to succeed, or even better, is Baker being set up to fail? Team can't run. No. Set. Team can't run. Set can't, up to hold, coach. Uh, you can win without okay. running the ball. You're the facts guy. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. Cincinnati runs for fewer yards per game than Tampa Bay. Playing horribly. And are, are they? Well, no, people think they're a contender. All right. Uh, Pittsburgh runs for a few more yards a game than uh, Tampa Bay. All right. And Pittsburgh. Are anybody singing? You know. Uh, saying Kenny Pickett, you know, feeling sorry for yes, him. Yes, they want to fire the offensive coordinator. They're chanting at, at hockey games there. But they still are they, pressuring they Pickett. They're pressuring Pickett to play well. <laughs> According to Pro Football Focus, San Francisco, because I always hear about how San Francisco, they got so much help for Brock Purdy. San Francisco's offensive line ranked 24th. What's that Guess what Tampa Bay's is ranked? 10th. What's that guy doing? Okay. No, my point, you said, are they set up to succeed as if he has no help? No. It's I'm like saying he's got a top 10 offensive line. I'm saying Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, one Pro Bowl between them. Oh, my God. Mike Evans and Chris Sam- Godwin, five what Pro Bowls. What are we talking about? They can't so what run I'm the ball. saying they- is he's got help. Other teams that can't run the ball still can be okay. successful. And his defense isn't bad either. No. Okay, so I guess can we score Brady's more than 19 points? Yeah, Tom can, Brady can was 45 I, years old. Can, can we please talk about how bad an idea this is? <laughs> Leaning into the just passing the ball. With Thank Baker you. Baker. This oh, is a I terrible idea. And, and, and look, you may not be able to do it effectively, but you need to do it enough to help the offensive line to, to eat up some time of possession so that your defense is gonna, isn't getting worn out all the time, to make sure that there's some eight-man boxes so they're not all playing split safety. Let me just show you what they did last year with the greatest quarterback of all time. He had his only losing record in the history of his long career when they leaned into passing the ball all the time. So now let's fast forward to Baker Mayfield. How's this going to work out for him? Okay, well, when he throws 35 or fewer, he's got a winning record. When he throws 36-plus, he's 4-21. and 21. What about the... So let's let's throw the ball more. Let's 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 but lean into this with a quarterback here, that's so he, much lesser than uh, Tom Brady. Here's and the, and see Baker. Here's, yeah, here's Baker. How, how's the, the fact they can't run the balls on Baker? 
How, no. Listen, they, but I'm saying other they, teams. Tom yeah. Brady, okay. far as great as he Brew. is, was 45 years old. Drew, here's the Just thing, though. It. It's not so much, and we can show it to you. It's not so much that they're not, they won't run the ball. It's that they can't run the ball. They're just above or below league average in attempts per game. Last year, they were last. Look at that bottom thing. It's the second fewest yards per rush by a team that actually tries to run this century. And guys, like by the way, when they that were, right. I get and it. last year they were. Um, hold so on. are you saying what? if he had a great run what? game, he'd be doing something? What? Baker? What? I, well, he'd be he, doing. He would be doing a lot better than he was. Of who was his, who was his running back oh last gosh, year at the beginning of the season Brew. in I Carolina? Beg, I beg of you I'm, to I'm try just asking, to not win arguments it? from a year ago who when we're it? talking about whether or not the Bucks can run the ball. What was his name? Christian McCaffrey. Oh, Christian McCaffrey. But that's not. But that is that is totally the reason Brock Purdy can Totally separate to the question. Question of whether or not Tampa Bay, who this oh, year has from their running backs 121 carries for 341 yards. Their best runner has been Baker. Their longest run has been from Baker. They have zero runs of 15-plus yards by running backs. Last year, all year they had three. Whether or not yeah, I, that I, is a sustainable I, model. They have maybe, a bad maybe they should try to go get Derek. Yeah. What I'm saying is a top quarterback like can overcome. Nobody thinks Houston averages 3.2 yards Tom Brady couldn't overcome it. was CJ. Yeah, he was 45 years old. Bro, you picked him to go to the Super Bowl, didn't you? No. Oh, year before. 44 <laughs> year old. I picked him the year they won. <laughs> I picked him the year they won. Wemby's debut last night. 15 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. One early block, some foul trouble, uh, limited his minutes. Luca ended up going for a triple-double and winning. Uh, but, Brew, put a grade on Wemby's performance. I, I really want to say incomplete just because the foul trouble did put, make it such a disjointed performance for him. And obviously it's his fault you get fouls. But they, some of them were, like, a little shaky. It was, he just was taken out of the game. But if I have to put a grade, I'd say, like, a B-. minus Because he had the one stretch – Critical where three, and a, three minutes, 17 seconds stretch in the fourth quarter where he leads like a 12-7 run by himself. He scored nine points, hit a three, hit a jump shot, had two dunks. And he's actually done that in the preseason. He just had these spurts mm-hmm. where it's like he does a little bit of everything. So I thought overall he played well considering when you watch them play, they're not running much stuff, if any, for him. I think they may have won, run one play for him last night that I could Pop pick up. about that. Yeah, they, yeah, they're not running a lot for him. And some of those guys, they're young players trying to, you know, make a name for themselves themselves. I thought they missed him at times because he does float around the perimeter a lot, right? He shot five threes. He hit three of them. He shoots the three well. He shoots the jumper well. But there were some pick and rolls where he was rolling and they, they could have hit him. Right. There were some flashes to the post across the paint where they could have hit him and they didn't. So I think if they look for him more, he would score even more. He's got to get stronger, obviously, so he can hold his position in the post. Mm-hmm. And so he can re- – I think the strength really will help him most in rebounding because he can't really get in there and bang or get enough good closer to the basket enough to get the rebounds he should be getting. I, so overall, though, I, I was encouraged if you're a Wimby fan. I, I mean, he hit every single under except for fouls, which would have been he hit the over on. But yeah. the, he also had a very shaky, if you remember, summer league debut. Mm-hmm. And then all the rest of his exhibition games, he was excellent. Yep. So I think there are some nerves at play there. I agree with you. I thought the fourth quarter stretch was encouraging. To me, unless he develops far more from a three-point shooting perspective, and I know thus far his NBA career he's been good, but his entire national career is 30%. He is going to be, in the short term, very frustrating for fans offensively. Because I think if, because of his pure size, if he mirrored Kevin Garnett's offensive approach of not necessarily give it to me on the block, but kind of a little outside the block, around the elbow, you can rise up and shoot over anybody, he would be a very effective offensive player. And if he is just floating around the perimeter, unless he becomes a great shooter, he is going to have minimal offensive impact. If he becomes a great shooter, then all of the hype will be real because the defensive side is going to be there. Mm-hmm. His shot will be unblockable. It already will. It not he, will be. His it mid-range jumper is – I mean, I'm going right, from that's the three season Kevin and, the three, and not even just the three. But that Durant – I don't want to say he's Kevin Durant – but he does have a lot, like he's got, he's nice off the dribble, and his mid-range jumper has been butter I, so far, the, and even the three the, has been shot, the, shot the, that well. The sneaky, the biggest story about that game was the 
the Mavs should not need an A-plus Luka performance with Wimby doing nothing to escape against the Terrific. Spurs. I mean, yeah, it's it good the Mavs for a long won. Time like they were it lose it looked game. for a long time they were going to lose. And this, it, they was, Lively was good for him. Lively, Lively, who I Lively. Like, yeah. they got that him by tanking Kyrie, Kyrie will heat up. Good. Maybe. He will. Maybe. Are the Cowboys on upset alert? Next. Did he hit a three-pointer? No. Now, coming up in nine short minutes, well, it's the most motivational segment in all of sports television. It's the Bud List. I saw a sneak preview of the letter, and it's excellent. Uh, Micah Parsons met with reporters to respond to criticism that he can't handle any criticism. Now, the Cowboys coming off a bye. Uh, they're going to host the Rams. They're favored by almost a touchdown. But here's Micah on criticism. Take a listen. I'm the face. I'm giving them their content. You know, they trying to, they basically stealing my content and they wrong. They doing exactly what I said they going to do. You know what I'm saying? Whether we win or lose, they going to have something to say. And people think I'm shying from criticism. No, criticism is not the problem. Just criticize everyone on the same energy. You know, they, I don't know. They just as big as bullies as these other guys. You know, <laughs> they trying, I don't know. Uh, people decide who and who one should get breaks to. You know, I wasn't raised like that. Okay. Nick, your response. You love this. Well, I like because he's talking to you. And you were like, and you were like, what do you mean? I don't even understand what he's saying. I'll put it in very simple terms. He's saying keep that same energy. He's saying, where was the smoke this week for the Lions, who got blown out after being anointed? They have two losses. Where was the smoke for Baltimore, who has two losses, one to a backup quarterback, one to Kenny Pickett? Miami's been blown out twice. Yet, you're, you're, and I will use you as a proxy for many in the media, have a certain level of vitriol or smoke for the Dallas Cowboys. No so he is saying, he is saying, keep that same energy. That's what he, and I, by the way, Micah, I agree with you. They're, they're, the Cowboys are in a special, unique category yes, of criticism. They are. And, yeah. And so that's what he's saying. You, you want me to defend why, you? Yeah, go thank why you. Why is Nick attacking Wild? No, Wild said he didn't understand. <laughs> I didn't, so well, he, he didn't like Micah kind of You Go ahead. You didn't like Micah completely. No, I don't, I don't mind. No, I don't mind it. I was literally confused by by the statement on the because it was he was responding to criticism that he's getting. I thought. The reason I, I push back against some of these segments is because there's four four and two teams: the Steelers, the Browns, the Seahawks, and the Cowboys. No, we don't come on the show and do well, any that, Seahawks content. But that's hold on. But that's so if he a, wants right, us to the, to, the, to, the, to the, dig in on the Seahawks, you defense, we no, can. The, but the, but but I just the four and two thing's a little tricky because that's about who has a buy. He's talking about being criticized after a loss. So I lit, mentioned you other teams you. that we do talk about okay, who have so, lost the so exact here's same the, Here's what the line. All right, can I? I will do this. Yeah, yeah. Here's what Dan Campbell said after the Lions were blown out. I don't even know if I can say this word. Those guys, they played well. They kicked our ass. Yeah. I don't know. Usually I say fanny. Yeah. <laughs> After the 49ers loss, here's what Mike McCarthy said. It's a punch in the gut. It's a kick in the ass. Whatever phrase you want to put on it. Yeah. Here's what Micah Parsons said. Score didn't really shape what really happened out there. <laughs> and then later he said, I, I felt like almost we weren't put in a position to succeed in some instances. Okay. So that's, it feels like there's. Two examples of a team's getting blown out. One his own coach. And know, also, and the, and you mentioned a few teams. You mentioned teams. Did we hear from any of the owners of those teams? Did, did any of the owners talk about I don't about remember. It? No, 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 we didn't. I'm not and sure. we certainly don't hear from them mm -mm. every week. Yeah. All right, and on top of that, you are the Dallas Cowboys. All right, and I've talked about it. Micah, look. We're not, we don't talk about T.J. Watt or Miles Garrett as much as we talk about Micah Parsons, even in a positive way, about how great he is defensively. Yeah, we give those guys some props, but we don't talk about them as much as we do Micah. It is because he is a cowboy, and that's good for him. He has to understand that. And we also, he got ripped for going on there and talking about the Philadelphia Eagles like they were the 85 Bears. People didn't like that either. Well, what I don't understand is how do, you go, how do you go about your business and say, look at me, look at me, look at me. Wait, wait, only look at me when things are going well. Don't look at me every other time. And, and, and you have a podcast, and you're rating other teams, and you're constantly trying to generate attention, and you're talking about the Super Bowl, and you're building expectations, and you're doing all these things, and then you're frustrated when the whole world looks at you, evaluates you, Judges you based on the words that you say. Judges you based on the on the uh, the vaunted expectations you build up, 
and then you're mad when people criticize you? How about you do this? Stop talking. Stop talking. Win consistently and stop talking. And then we'll see where the criticism goes. I, I totally agree. I, I could relate to that part. I don't want to be criticized. Well, I was right. <laughs> He is as a, he is being a member of the media who is now talking to other members of the media, saying uh, it is fair game for you to criticize what I say, and it is fair game for me to say Kevin Wilds has bad takes. No, that's, that's not, all he's saying. He's never that's said all he's that. saying. He's saying stay he consistent like with your criticism. That's yeah. all he's saying. Coming up next, Seahawks talk. No, no. <laughs> Coming up next, the bud list. I wanted to do the Seahawks in the preseason. No, you did not. I did too. Uh, Well, it's Thursday at 4 o'clock, which means it's time for the most motivational segment in all of sports, the Bud List. It's also a time where we get some viewer mail. I keep on telling you, (laughs) for the year 2023, we get a ton of viewer mail. I I brought my um, sack down to the post office, filled it up with letters. Brought it back like Santa. You you still have that from when you used to deliver mail? Yes. Yeah, so it's huge. It's it? huge. Oh, I'm okay. telling you, it's massive. <laughs> That's good. Oh, it's like a huge uh, sack hockey bag. Yeah. Uh, but before I read the letter, I need the letter writing music. That bit is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Wilds, love the show. Was surfing the First Things First web store, and all the classic segment costumes are sold out. Uh, you got to get a jump on that. Uh, do you have any new costumes for the twins, Ryan and Brian? Thanks, Dawn and Don. Well, I'm sorry, but like a lot of people, you wait to the last minute to get a Halloween costume. But luckily, we do have some new costumes in the web store. I'll send you the URL. This is the... Oh, you can oh. dress up as <laughs> S-Bob. <laughs> but since they're the twins, Ryan and Brian, we also have a Lobob. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Those are available now in the web store. Well, that is uh, not... I like them. I'm I was hoping those. there was going to be a cowboy costume. <laughs> I don't know. No, no. Well, they, they, <laughs> a new cowboy costume. <laughs> open for that. They got to find one for my real body. All right, right, here we go uh, with the bud list. At number three, I hate to do this. Wait. No, I don't. I'm actually going to enjoy this. Nick's Picks. Number three on the bud list. I'm going to leave. Now, Nick, you know you are my guy. I'm on a one-game winning streak. And last year, you were a robust 34-24-2. And And I was so proud of you. When people would oh, come up to, to me, hell. when people would come up to me in the mall, in the streets, so I love first things first, Wilds and Nick. Yeah, I'd be like, Nick, a million. Nick is great. Thank I said, did you know Nick is 57% on his picks? Nick is so smart. It was a real source of pride for me. But this year, I, seven and fourteen. Brian Hoyer and Josh Allen same weekend. Seven and fourteen. And and Look, I've I've heard from sources what that I have been taken off of the graphic for what? upset alert if because Wilds had the Patriots the pick. graphic, and I don't know. I'm just wondering is Nick's picks going to turn into Wilds wagers or something like that Uh-oh. if you don't Happened win some games hurts, right? this Good week. Idea. So Nick, I do believe no, in you. No, you don't. I you believe in you. I, I Nick want everyone right. to know this is the moment the chemistry on the show broke. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. And Number two, Anthony Davis. Oh. All right, AD, I know it's only the second game of the year, but you got the Suns tonight. It's a big game. And AD talked a lot in the offseason about this game, the opening night. You know how Denver had run its mouth all summer long, and you said, yeah, they just talked a little too much this summer, and we are ready. And then you go out there, and you get one rebound in the first half, and a goose egg, a goose egg, no points in the second half. So, A.D., I need you to show up tonight in a big way. No Bradley Beal, no Devin Booker, and your man LeBron, sadly still the best player on your team. Not, nothing against him, but you, you should be that. He's on a minutes restriction, 29 to 30 minutes a night. That means you got to be the man. You can't disappear. You have to stay aggressive. Tonight, you got a big man. Now, I know you don't like banging with big men. He's not as good as you, Yusef Nurkic, but he's 6'11", 290. This will be a good test for you to go out there and wear him out. AD, I do believe in you. All right, at number one, Joe Burrow. Ooh. All right, Joe Burrow. Look, we've given you a pass. All right, Nick, Nick's giving you a pass. 
for a mediocre to bad play this season. We know you've been banged up. But now you've played fairly well the last two weeks. You had a, the bye week, and you yourself said you're feeling like you're 100%. So now you have to go out there and play like the old Joe Burrow. And here's the challenge. There's no room for error. None, because you got San Francisco coming up. And then after them, you got Buffalo and Baltimore, two out of the next three games. You guys are 3-3 three and three at the bottom of the AFC North, which is tough. So you have to go out here and win this week and lead your team on that post-bye week run that you guys always go on. And again, Joe Burrow, I believe in you. I believe in all three of the Bubbles, guys. Oh, thank you. You always do. Sometimes a little shake, but this week all three. Genius, again. Thank you, Coach. (laughs) That's absolutely. The the third one especially. And I just, so if Nick doesn't win, is this a must-win week for Nick? Yes. So one of his must wins psychologically. If he doesn't overcome his picks this week, should we just write him off for the rest of the season? Yeah, he'll still because I really think that Nick is very good at what he does, and I think he's going to (laughs) recover and 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 have a very strong end of the season. I'm looking forward to that. (laughs) So with um with your picks, the one person I'm going to add, and and this is an encouraging segment, and this is a guy that I'm cheering for, is Sam Darnold. Oh, I, I. I'm excited about what he's going to do. And Sam signed with the 49ers at the start of free agency. Dollar sign. Which is very, very rare for for a a veteran quarterback to do. So he loved the opportunity. Kyle Shanahan obviously loved him. And I'm encouraged by his ability to have a second act. And if you look at what he did at Carolina at the end of last year, he was 4-2, which is is better than a lot of people think of of his role or his Mm -hmm his time there, and I think he's going to do a, a very good job here. And the, the reason he's got a little dollar sign here, because it's a pretty big opportunity for him, is if he plays 25% <laughs> of the snap, he gets another $300,000 if they win the game. Oh. So for every Ooh. time he plays 25% of the snaps and they win, he gets 300000 So he's playing for a long-term contract, wow. and he's playing for short-term gains. That's nice. And so I'll, I'm excited for Sam. I hope he does really well. And he's my encouraging I, Look, I, I think he should be on here because you're right. It's a lot of pressure on him this week. Even though he's just a backup, they're coming off two bad losses. They need a win. All right. And look, Lash, even though he's a backup, people still remember third pick of the draft. Last year, he's better than some of the starters. I mean, he, he took Baker Mayfield's job <laughs> last year. Baker was one in five in Carolina with Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. And then uh, Darnold goes four and two, mostly a lot of that without McCaffrey. So, yeah, Coach, I believe in him. I think he'll, he could play well. All right, I'm going to the city Coach lives in, Cleveland. Oh. The entire Browns organization I am putting on the bud list because so what exactly is going on with Deshaun Watson? Quick recap if you didn't know. Week three played and played well but got a little banged up. The doctors cleared and played week four and then morning of the game – he unclears himself. Like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to play. Dorian Thompson-Robinson comes in, plays terribly. Kevin Stefanski is asked about it after the game. Says, don't worry about it. We have a bye coming up. Deshaun was cleared, but he couldn't play. He'll be ready for week six. Then Deshaun says, no, I won't be. He doesn't play week six. Does play week seven. In week seven, he plays terribly for five whole throws. Gets hit. Gets checked for a concussion. Gets cleared for a concussion. Yet, is not put back into the game. After the game, Kevin Stefanski says, don't worry about it. He'll play week eight. Deshaun says, I don't know about that, fellas. And now today, he's out in depth. Also today, he talked about how badly he wants to play because of how hard he's worked to get back the last couple of years. And you might be like, oh, did he suffer a different injury? No, 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 not that at all. Actually, signed a big contract with Houston, then quit on the team, then got suspended by the league for being incredibly accused for sexual assault by about two dozen people. So that now you're all caught up. So where do they go from here? Does he want to play? Who knows? Can he play? I don't know. Ask him day of. What can they do? Um, Nothing. So each of the next three years, Deshaun Watson accounts for the three biggest cap hits in the history of the National Football League, $64 million every single year. Luckily for them, only all of it is fully guaranteed. So what do you do? In the short term, I would trade for Jacoby Brissett because he was the best quarterback on your team last year, and I'd try to sneak into the playoffs because P.J. Walker doesn't have it. In the long term, you are going to look back on this as the single worst transaction in NFL history. Three first-round picks, other picks, and a fully guaranteed guy for someone who has a bad reputation off the field and on the field doesn't know when he's going to be on there. So I don't think they know what they're doing, bro. And look, it's hard to argue with that. I mean, there's no question. And the, the saddest thing, I mean, it's all sad. 
But the fact that they got a great team, like a, a defense that might be the best in the league, you got good receivers, you got a great running game, even without Nick Chubb, yeah. they still got a good running game. And I think Stefanski's a good coach, personally. So, it, it is – it's just terrible. Where was the inspiration part? It was just a call. It's always a little dark. I'm going to put Patrick Mahomes on the bud list. And everyone knows, like, I'm a huge fan of Patrick Mahomes. Drew, you're a huge fan of Patrick Mahomes. Sports Illustrated said, you know, has it. What is it again? I was the first to ever say he's the best we've ever seen. Here's the thing I don't believe in that everyone else believes in, multitasking. I'm a monotasker. Did you know that? I just like to do one thing, focus yeah. on one thing only. So what am I worried about for, with Patrick Mahomes? Is it the snow? No, he's going to play obvious. Is it uh, going to the Denver? No, he's 13-0. I'm a little bit nervous that a cool handshake has cut in line of the thing that I want to see before the cool handshake. Take a listen. I need to talk to Travis because me and Travis don't even have a handshake yet. So, I mean, they're ahead of the game on us. Um, so uh, I'm about to get in the, we're going to get on the whiteboard and me and Travis are going to figure out a handshake um, so that we can try to one up theirs. Totally agree. That's courtesy of Carrington Harrison of The Drive in Kansas City. My old intern. I'm totally cool with the handshake. I think it'll be great. The only thing I'm worried about is we're still waiting for the behind the back pass. I don't want the cool handshake to all of a sudden huh? cut in line of the behind the back pass that we've been waiting for patiently for three years. You're going up against the Denver Broncos, who you're 13-0 lifetime against. Can you break it out and then maybe do it? Maybe it's a combo platter. Two great it, points. And, Brew, didn't Tua almost break the seal on the behind-the-back oh, pass? Yeah. Well, no, but we saw he did, like, not – Oh, like, behind-the-back handoff. Yeah, yeah the he kind of did it, nice so the too. clock's ticking. I, yeah. That's a good one. If someone steals his thunder, yeah, oh, be maybe it's Mac Jones He's this under week. duress. Oh, what wonder what it's going to be. Bang. What if that were the support to Mac being able to throw deep? <laughs> he can only do it behind the back. It will just do it to hit somebody. <laughs> okay. LeBron's frustrations cause for concern, maybe. Ooh, already? Holmes focusing on what's important. Lakers host the Suns tonight. It's their home opener. Some interesting sound from LeBron popped up from their loss to Denver about LeBron playing point guard. Take a listen. Y'all do know I can play point guard too, right? Okay. We got a lot of left. I can play the point with Rui in there or Austin and TP at the two and three. I'm just out there just floating around. Okay. You thought that was a big deal? Well, last year, and you thought it was unfair, the subject of my ire on the Lakers team at times was Winyan Gabriel, who I think currently is out of the league. Um, but uh, I just thought... Like you're trying to win a championship and this guy's playing real minutes, he's not. He's not there. D'Lo is obviously a, a more than a capable NBA player. I'm not saying it, but he's never proven to be a winning player and be a very frustrating player for teammates and for fans. This offseason, I was encouraged because did you hear what he said this offseason? This offseason, D'Lo was like Derek White. That's my inspiration. He, he, he did, he did he, play he, a and little. he said and he said that. And Derek White, like yes. Yeah. Awesome. Defense Play great defense. Distribute the ball. Yep. I happen to believe LeBron's frustration there is with D'Angelo Russell. And it's not because of some other clip that was on the internet that was kind of funkily edited to make it seem like D'Lo wasn't listening to him. But it's because, and Dusty checked this for me this morning, and I appreciate that, LeBron played 29 minutes in the first game. How many of those minutes were alongside D'Angelo Russell? The answer is all 29. Oh, wow. So every single minute LeBron was on the court, they had a point guard uh, on the court as well. But D'Lo is not the traditional point guard, and he's not really getting into the office as much as looking for his own. And I think LeBron is saying, guys, you can play me without him. Right. We can play Rui as our big, even if AD's not there, some shooting, and let me run the operation. Which I think it's not crazy to say. LeBron's a better point guard than D'Angelo Russell. And so they don't they don't have a great point guard option right. on this team. And so I think I think it is something, and I think it's something they should look into. I agree with all of that. Um, and, look, it's weird. Last year, LeBron was off the ball a lot. Yep. And, and, and the feeling is that he's not – he's played point guard probably 70, 75% mm -hmm. of his career. Yes. He's really been like the point guard. Just don't call it that. And now, because he's older and because of how much – how taxing that can be on you, he doesn't do it. But I think he's like – I can do it some, yes. like you know, and he was right. Like he was 
kind of floating out, hanging around by the three-point line, mm-hmm. you know, and other guys were doing their thing. And he, the, the group he mentioned, himself, Austin Reeves, uh, Torian Prince, Prince, Rui, yeah. and AD, that, I mean, that's a tough five, all right? And, and here's the thing. When AD's struggling, a, a guy that thinks like a real point guard would be like, let me get AD something easy. Let me get him an easy bucket That's to right. get him going. That's a good point. That probably didn't even cross D'Angelo Russell's mind. All right. And so, yeah, it's it's interesting because the minutes restriction, he's on a 29 to 30 minute restriction. If he's not playing the point, he can coast a lot of that. So I think it's like, look, if I'm on this minutes restriction, right. let me play, yeah. let me be LeBron for a good chunk of that so we can be a better team. Did you think it was weird? that this was coming up mid-game, it almost felt like a conversation that would happen in the All-Star game. It's like, hey, you know I can run the point. Give me a shot at it. Not the team that is supposed to be ready to go, rebuilt, And refocused. Handy was an assistant with him in Cleveland. So Handy's like, knows know this. Was. Yeah, like, It was like a sarcastic. I think it was sarcasm. Yeah, I mean, LeBron... I think a fair critique of LeBron throughout his 20-year career is he has some passive aggression to him. Yeah. And I think this was – of course, Phil Handy has been alongside LeBron for years. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you don't have to have coached LeBron to know, yeah, he can play point guard. Yeah, He's yeah. won an assist title. He, we've seen him play point forward his whole career. That was, I think, his way – LeBron, say he was real nice about it. it. He, right, mean, he, he was really trying good. to be nice, and he didn't want to say maybe because he you knows he's mic'd up. No, everything is to be like, hey, can I play some minutes without D'Angelo Russell? He doesn't want to say that, but that is what he's. Oh, that's, right. that's you know what right. I mean? That's what he's saying. He's like, guys, remember, you can put me at the point guard. I don't know who is the point guard. I guess he'd go to the bench, and then he gave <laughs> that's right. the other names of people right. he could play can we with. Try right. this out? It's, I mean, because right. he was one. nice about. He was nice about it. He could have all- eased LeBron James. He could have easily been like, look, man. Yeah. Let me run the point. Give me the yeah. ball. Yeah. But and, he was. And he, I, look, he was good about. Take it. a break. Right. But I. But I listen. I do – there are – Wilds, you sent out an interesting tweet because the they play the Sunset, obviously. Bradley Beal still out with an injury, and all of a sudden Devin Booker's out as well. And Wilds, you put out – you know, meanwhile, LeBron's almost 39. He'll be ready to go. And the what I find noteworthy is, despite him being this deep into his career and it's only game one, it lasted less than a full game until he was like, guys – if we're going to win, we've got to do things a little differently. Like, he is – his sense of, like, urgency of, you know, are we trying to win a championship? What are we trying to do? Are we going to do the right things? Is still there on a night-in, night-out basis. And I think he's right that right now he is their best option to run the show, especially, Brew, I thought your point's a great one. If you're not playing him 40 minutes, he right. can do more of that. I'm sure that's part of why he, he has accepted this. Because the reason LeBron hasn't played fewer minutes over the past few years is because he don't want to. Yeah. Like He always wants to get out there and play his game. So I bet part of this was, okay, I'll dial it back. I won't handle the ball as much. And for a guy with such a high basketball IQ, that's when it's the most frustrating to play with somebody that doesn't have that IQ, mm-hmm. but yet the ball's in his hands, not your hands. So, look, they've got to figure this stuff out because the West, as I said yesterday, like they're Portland. That might be the only easy night in the West. Um, quickly, 29 minutes, game one. You're taking the over? Over. I Over. Game one will be... A bottom Wait. five minutes game minutes played game he, for him. That's not a blowout. LeBron is not. This minutes restriction will not make it past Halloween. Nope. I'm telling you right now. That's, <laughs> that's like not, that's like that's, four days. I Minnesota. understand. That's not happening. Uh, are the Bills on upset alert next? Uh, whoa! Is the show over? There we go. That's just a long. I'm still on. What? You got yours right. I, but you I am the big You one. were the star. No, I you still You should am. get. There's Brew and me holding and the football. And Nick's picks. Nick's picks. On a one-game winning streak. That's right. You're got hot. Monday night before. Oh, right. I believe you're in you. On I believe in you. Medals time. Uh, this is early in, uh, sorry, Clippers Blazers. It's Kawhi to Russ. Russ ends up with 11-5 and 13 in yeah. 29 minutes. Russ is back. 
A ferocious dunk. I like that. Could dunk. That, that's the best fit for him in the league by far. I, love it. I mean, in who did it better? The state of Texas, the rookie everyone had their eyes on, did not disappoint. Derek Lively, come get your medal. He was the best rookie in the league last night. He's the guy the Mavs were able to draft since they threw away the final week of the year. Wilds is still writing letters to the FCC complaining about that. Derek Lively, 16 and 10 on just eight shots. Silver medal, SGA. The newest admin to club superstar, proving deserves admission. 31-5 and 10 for the All-NBA performer for Wilds, you know, not even just Frisky anymore. Thunder, what's up? That's the question? Yeah. A game one team meeting for the Bulls. Yeah, no good. Too soon? No, <laughs> a little too soon. And then, of course, the gold, my large adult Slovenian son, putting the team on his back like Greg Jennings and Madden. 33-13-10. and 10. He was outstanding. Kyrie didn't have it. They also shouldn't have needed that to beat the Spurs. Mm. But it is what it is. The medal stand from night two. A busy night two in the association. There it Excellent. is. It looks great. Thanks. Uh, Bucks Bills tonight. Buffalo favored by almost 10 points. Brutus, Thursday night games are weird games. And we know that Josh Allen had a odd press conference when he said he was trying to stay in a state of low positive. Positive <laughs> energy, but not too high. What are the chances that the Bake Show upsets the Bills? Ver- uh, nil. Nil. No, no, you don't want to say that. Nil. You don't want to say very that. Very slim. There oh, we go. The last very, very, very slim. slim. Was That's Trevor Lawrence upsetting the Bills? And then you blamed it on, you well, know, it, wind The jet lag was crazy. And the jet lag, yeah. Uh, look, guys, I, I've admitted Kyle Trask will not be starting this week. This week. This is what it was. Thank right, okay, you. I, I, I'll accept that. I was well, wrong. I was wrong, America, but I'm going to say this. If they lose this game, Tampa, not only a third straight loss, is Baker's fourth in the last five games. Last year when he did that, guess what happened? Wait, so you're now trying to I'm just step saying, on this break again? Bro, if, if they lose bro, this game, he's been, he's he's been, been solid. He's not solid. getting benched, but I'm he's just saying solid. if they keep losing – so here's Kyle the Trask. thing. Baker Mayfield never lost on a Thursday. Wow. His teams are 4 and 0. winning? The Bills are a very untrustworthy team. Don't do it again. And you know how much I believe in this, Wilds? How much? Early edition. I'm putting Nick's picks winning streak on the line. Tampa plus nine and a half. Okay, that's put it on the board. The I like Tampa it. plus on nine board. and a half. Like it's on the board. It's about to be a two-game winning streak. I like that. It's about to be a two. It's a winning streak. Just to cover. Tampa plus nine and a half. That's how Nick's. Well, if they win, they can also. Speak is next. We'll see tomorrow at three.